time for the Any Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, one, two, one, two. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In The Conversation the Podcast. Yeah, we are back. Yes, yes. Back in the building. Week, uh, I think this is the seventh week of uh, self-quarantine, and they saying? I don't I don't know for sure. You keeping I'm up reading. with it? I'm not keeping up. I, I, <laughs> I just believe other people's accounts. Every so often, <laughs> I come across somebody talking about, yeah, it's 50 days we've been in the house, and then I see somebody said, this is the seventh week of uh, self-isolation. So uh, it's somewhere between those. Have you been keeping up? Nah, not with how long it's been. All I know is I'm about sick of this shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. I feel you. I mean, feel you. not sick enough to just run out there and just say fuck it, but. And go get sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sick mm-hmm. enough to be like, damn, this is yeah. fucked up. Yeah, man. I, I truly miss outside. <laughs> Dude, even You know what I mean? Even though I wasn't going outside as often as I, you know, I was doing a whole lot of, ah. Nah, I think I'm a pass or that type of shit. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I just miss the the ability to just say, you know what, fucking, let me go out here and see what's cracking. Well, let me let me take a ride. Let me take a drive. Yeah. Let me go, you know, let me go to this little club. Let me go get a slice of pizza from here. You know, all of the little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just you know, human interaction and shit. Oh, yeah, I miss that as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely, I miss the, the human interaction. You know, even just... The interaction that you don't even, you know, maybe I don't say you don't qualify, but it's just it's just incidental. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You just walking to the train or you walking from somewhere and you see somebody, you know, hey, what's poppin', what's good? Or you just bump into somebody, you you know what I mean, you talking with a vendor about some shit, or you you ear hustling, hearing other people talk about right. some shit. None of that. None, yeah. <laughs> none of that. It was it was yeah. funny. This weekend I um I had to buy a monitor. You know, for my, mm. for my computer, and um, and so I didn't I didn't have the time to wait for B and H to either ship it or pick it up because they was closed the day that I needed to buy it, and mm. then you know Amazon was gonna take a week or whatever, so I hit Craigslist to see if I could find it. Then I found the the one that I was looking for on Craigslist for a nice price. You know what I'm saying, and so. I bought it. I went and I bought it. When I went to go meet up with the guy, you know what I'm saying? He brought it down. You know what I mean? He was masked up. I was masked up. Mm. I I was gloved up. I had my little, you know what I'm saying? saw wipes with me for whatever. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I was ready. With a whole, the whole canister? How many? Or did nah, you put like them in, like in a little plastic bag? Yeah, I took out a few wipes and put it in a zip okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was I was ready for whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> and a nickel bag of wipes. Yeah. So go ahead. And so uh-huh. so when he came down, you know, and we did the the handoff or whatever, right. he uh, <clears throat> he was like looking nervous, you know what I'm saying? And I was looking nervous and and then uh so I handed him the money and shit. And he was like, you know, this is this is the amount. I was like, yeah, well, you count it. You know what I mean? And then we mm-hmm. did the whole business, and then we just stood there awkwardly like what we supposed to do now. Like usually right. you'll shake hands or, you know what I'm saying, give him some dap. And we, mm-hmm. we just stood there and shit. And then I was just finally I gave him an elbow dap and kept it moving. <laughs> I was like, damn, mm. that, was, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. It was it was Craigslist and coronavirus on top of one another because that that's both Craigslist is where you go 
meet people from some of the weirdest corners of the world. Right, right. And then this coronavirus is going to have you looking at people sideways too. So right. that's a double sideways. Exactly. So yeah. so it was it was it was a very strange interaction. You know, mm. and and probably like my first interaction outside of maybe like a grocery store clerk. Mm-hmm. And mm. shit. Months damn near. A weeks. Did you have to travel to the person? Did they travel to you? Like I travel I traveled to them. I caught the train. Which, I got on the train and shit. How was that? Yeah, I mean it was it was a lot more calmer than I thought it was. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. At least okay. at that that hour, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So so I um you know, I was I, like I said, I was prepared. I had everything I needed, gloves, mask, double masked right. up, you know what I'm saying? Right. And then um I got on, you know what I'm saying? You know, ready for whatever. But it was cool, you know what I'm saying? It was only like three, four people in the car. Mm-hmm. Rolled mm-hmm. out and then um I Ubered back though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, how was that? Was your Uber driver wearing a mask? Yeah, he had a mask. He had the whole plastic shield, everything. Yeah, that's what I figured. I figured, yeah, man. Yeah, the Shit. whole plastic shield. Mm. So, you know. Like the old school gypsy cat? Like nah, the, it was the hard like, plastic? Like a zip soft plastic. Like he just put it in there. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, okay. Like a <clears throat> zip plastic to protect itself. Mm. Yeah. That's what's up. Did the uh, the monitors official? It worked out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's official. It's, it's a real deal. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's, like, it's, cool. you know, it's like a good color, like the right color. Corrected mm-hmm. type of monitor, calibrated out, color calibrated monitor for Adobe RGB type shit. Oh, all right. Some real, you know, designer like you know, it's for photographers and designers and shit right. like that. Yeah. You feel? Do you feel a little bit more official now with the uh, calibrated monitor? Do you feel like uh, it's an enhancement to the uh, to the uh, infrastructure? I mean, it was definitely an enhancement to what I had going on because honestly, you know what I'm saying, I, I fucked up my MacBook Pro. I cracked the screen off a Ooh. off a slight accident. It wasn't even like a drop. It was like a slight little mishap, you know? Like I took the headphones out and and the plug was kind of laying in between, you know, the, the um, it was mm-hmm. kind of laying on top of the computer. And... I, I closed the computer down actually gently and then mm. it wouldn't close. So I was like, what the fuck? And then I saw the headphones in there. I moved them out of the way. Didn't think nothing mm-hmm. of it. Went upstairs, right. you know, sat down, you know what I'm saying? Opened it up to get ready to get busy again. And the screen was, you know, all discombobulated, all, you know, shaking. And oh. uh, it was, it was terrible. Then so I was like, ah, oh, shit, let me turn it off, turn it back on, see, you know. Then that shit wouldn't even come on after it came back on. Like, the screen wouldn't come on. So I'm like, ah. And I immediately thought to the headphones. I couldn't even see the crack. But then when I really looked closely, another angle, saw that it had cracked the screen just a little bit, but enough to fuck the whole shit up. So I was like, shit, I'm in the middle of a project. So I, I got to get this shit, you know what I'm saying, up and moving. So I was like, you know what I'm saying? I could probably feed my screen to a monitor. And so I tried it with my TV first on straight to um, HDMI, and that worked. But TVs ain't good for that kind of shit because the resolution ain't right. And then the black's not really black, so it's kind of uh, like it's hard to it's hard on your eyes as far as right. being a computer monitor. So And it might burn into your TV, right? 
Nah, not on the um, not on the LCDs. Okay. Um, but the shit was fucked up. So, but I um, I was like, let me get a monitor. But then I searched everywhere for a monitor. All the stores that was open, they they only sold TVs, not monitors. So, um, I saw B and H had them, but they wouldn't be open until the next day. So I just mm-hmm. ordered. I just looked on Craigslist. And um, hit the dude, dude hit me back, and it was on. Yeah, that's cool. So that's we, cool. so out. the thing is, I had to get back in business, and we back in business. So I feel official in that mode that I'm mm-hmm. back in business. <laughs> no slowdowns. I yeah, dig yeah. It. I no stoppages. That. No stoppages. You know. No stoppages. I hear that shit. And fortunately, you still got uh, Apple Care on your your MacBook Pro. Yeah, but the Apple Store not open, which means I would have had to ship it off. Which who lo- who knows how long that would have took. Man, yeah, let me. Yeah, I had to ship some shit off uh, about a week or two ago. Uh huh. And it was too much suspense in my shipping. Like I, I just shipped the shit to Brooklyn. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I thought it was gonna. I thought it should be there two, three days, and not at the most. Uh-huh. And I use first of all, I use stamps dot com because my whole thing was I wasn't really even trying to go out in the world. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You know, I'm trying to shelter it in place. Right. And I I printed my label and all of that here, but you still gotta go drop it off. And nowadays, I don't know if you've noticed this, but um, I don't know if it's in your neighborhood, but in my neighborhood, pretty much they they like retrofitted all of the the mailboxes to these little slim like little slim slots mm. like you can't pull down and put a package in the in the post office no more cuz a lot of people were what they was doing was called mail fishing mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you would just i forget what they would take they would use like you could use like fancy you use like a um a glue trap uh-huh. you take a glue trap and you you tie it to like a string or whatever and you slide that shit down the chute uh-huh. And it'll oh, stick. Oh, like and they the, pull up packages, steal people's checks, all of that type of oh, shit. Gift okay. cards. So like, yeah. like shit out of the mailbox on the corner or out of the out the corner mailboxes. Oh, right, yeah, right, the right, corner right, mailboxes. Right, right. So you can't even throw a, a package in it. It would have it have been sizable enough to fit right in the in the old school mailbox, but they don't you know they don't respect that no more. <laughs> so then I had to you know I had to go to the mail. I had to go to the post office. I'm already like, damn, it's gonna be some shit. Here we go. I said, I think I said it last week. I had to stand online because even the post, even the mailboxes outside the post office are slim. Mm. They don't even trust niggas in front of the post office. Like at least you have a camera out there, but they, you know, so they, they, you know, they got the slim joints. I had to stand online, social distance. We did about twenty minutes on the line. Mm-hmm. Then when I walked in, like it was a whole nother line, but I had my label, so I I got into it. I I guess I might have even created my own line. You know what I mean? Because I was like, nigga, I'm not standing on this fucking line. This shit look, it look unwieldy. It don't look like nobody's really regulating this shit. I just need to get to a, a teller and give him the package because we ready to go. And this one cat, he came out. He was like, yeah, you you know, you ain't even in the line and shit. I said, yeah, I'm just dropping this off. He said, all right. He took it uh-huh. and he cracked the door and threw the shit in the door. Like, it didn't even look official. He just threw my shit in the door, and I was worried. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, like, in the moment, I didn't say anything, but as I was walking away, I said, I should have, I should have at least got his name or something or what, you know what I mean? Because I didn't, I didn't all the way trust it. I'm like, I hope he ain't just put that shit to the side for himself. Mm. And then uh, I waited, and the tracking number finally came up, and then you could track your package. 
And initially it was doing good. We was we got to Brooklyn about the next day. Mm-hmm. We were in Brooklyn the <laughs> next day, but the delivery started stretching. And I this is a return. I had about seven days on a thing, and this shit is still in Brooklyn. This shit, it might go out today. They would hit me with the bullshit. Like it'd be like, um, this will be delivered today at 2.45 p.m. Meanwhile, it's 6.28 when I'm looking at the thing. So I'm like, yo, what's going on here? Fortunately, the people that I was sending it to emailed me, said, yo, we got it. Oh, okay. I never got the post office. Never. If I go to, I think if I go to track it now, the post office probably still got it pending. Same. So, 230. <laughs> Two days. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyway, man. I feel your pain. Yeah, this shit is tricky, man. So. Now I'm like wondering, okay, when do I ship it off? You know what I mean? Right. Like, at which point do I say, all right, fuck it, I'm going to ship it off and wait the however many days? Or do I wait for the Apple Store to open? Yeah. I don't know. Because uh, if I, know, I if I man. get it fixed on my own, which I can, you know what I'm saying, I could, I could just give them the deposit that they order the screen, and then I just bring it up there when the screen come in. Now, but let me ask you this. When you do that, does that invalidate the Apple Care because it's a third party? I'm sure it does. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I'm sure it Especially does. Especially if you pay for the Apple Care. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm just going to rock with it right here and hopefully, you know what I'm saying, I ain't got to travel no time soon. Yeah, yeah. And before, before I could get it done because that's yeah. when I'm going to really need it like that. I could rock like yeah. this for a minute. I hear that. That's what's up. So what else going on with you, man? Oh, uh, man. Ain't shit. Uh, it ain't the, you know, it's been a, a, you know, it's been a tough couple days. A real, very, very, very close friend of mine, almost like a brother to me. I consider him a brother to me. My man, Tony uh, Horatio Cardona, he passed away uh, yeah, a couple days ago. And, uh, you know, that shit fucked me up. You know, that's like one of my uh, closest friends, as I said, you know, from kids. You know, I was, I was at his house like every day, like during the high school years, every day, even before that, like just at his crib, we would listen to, you know, like his, him and his brother, Alex, they were like, I was just saying to a friend of mine, they were kind of like arts and leisure or arts and culture in real time, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, he was one of them cats. They would get all of the new music, you know, and I would always get a dub, you know what I mean, right. listening to them. They would always, uh, they were big into film and shit like that. Like, my man Tone, like, had a like encyclopedic uh, knowledge of hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Like, from, like, early hip-hop to about maybe 95, because he was a purist, purist, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But, like, and then, like, movies, kung fu flicks, you know, like, all, like, just all of the Scorsese shit, all the Harvey Keitel shit, like, all of that. Like, he was, he knew that, just random movies, just not too long ago. Last time we kicked it, he put me on to a weird, because I I always knew to, to ask him about, yo, what's some weird shit to watch? You know, I was just on some shit, like, what's some weird shit to watch? And he put me on to this movie called, oh, man. I think it's called Pink Flamingos. Mm-hmm. It is by uh, John Waters, who I actually met a long time ago when I did Bumbershoot. But he's like a, 
He's like a comedy guy, but it's like a fucking weird ass movie. It's like this. Um, I guess it's about like a. I think it's a transvestite, I would say, cross-dressed kind of dude. Like, it's just over... It's like a weird art film. But he was like, yo, when I saw this shit, it was the weirdest movie I'd seen. I couldn't eat eggs for three months after this shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just for him to say, this was the weirdest shit that I've ever seen, I was like, well, I got to see it. Right. Because he sees everything. So, you know, like... And he was he was also the cat. He had like a... He had like the the... Like the memory of like an elephant, man. He was the one in the crew that remembered everything that happened, where we was, what we said, what had happened next. Nah, and then to such and such case, shit that you might even want to forget. Like, all oh, right, that's the motherfucker swung on you, you know that type of shit. And uh, yeah, it's just it was just, you know the worst news that I could get, and the shit was so sudden. Um, uh, you know that was my guy, man. We used to. We just kick it, and and for the most part, there's certain people that you have in in your life that bring out some of the best qualities in you, and he's one of those cats that made me feel the funniest. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. shit is super sad. Man, yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah. Was, so rest in peace to uh, Horatio Cardona. No doubt. Yeah, it's been weeks of bad news, man. You know, a lot of, you know, I man. I haven't had any more deaths, but. Um, actually one, but, um, a lot of people catching the COVID shit. Um, my homeboy, he, you know what I'm saying? I received some real bad news about him, but I, mm-hmm. you know, they saying life support, but I haven't seen no real evidence mm-hmm. of that. I haven't seen it from a real source, you know, right. I heard it, right. but I haven't seen it. Yeah. So that's crazy. Um, uh-huh. my dad's, uh, she was like my stepmother for a minute. You know what I'm saying? My dad, uh-huh. I grew up with my pops. He was single. So, right. you know, he had girlfriends and stuff, but none really got real close, you know what I'm saying, to us. Except yeah. for, you know what I'm saying, this one, Nadine. Nadine got close to us. She taught us a whole lot of shit. She, you know what I'm saying? We spent spring break at her crib because she had uh, nieces and nephews that were like our age, me and my sister's age. So, we would spend a whole lot of time over there with her. And um, <clears throat> and then uh, she went away. Like you know, what I mean, it wasn't. She was no longer. You know, what I'm saying they broke up, and um, mm-hmm. she ended up being. He, she ended up getting hooked on crack. You know, so mm-hmm. like real, real bad. Like to where you see it in the streets, and it be like, damn. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and um, kind of like on Snowfall with with old girl. That's how I felt. Like when I Mel. yeah, when I watched Snowfall and saw the male sequence. How that felt, you know what I'm saying? When they be like, you know what I'm saying, man, go get your girl, you know what I mean? Because it's somebody you really care about, but you, you hate to see him like that. Yeah. That's how that's how she ended up. But, um, you know, but still, and you know, in your heart, she's still that same person. But you can't, it can't be the same relationship no more. But anyway, she just succumbed to the COVID um, sometime last week. So Damn. this shit been crazy uh-huh. out here. Yeah, man, it's a tough one. That's a that's a tough time. I mean, the thing about this COVID, just um, in general, and I don't, I'm, I honestly, I'm not even sure if uh, that's what my dude passed from. I'm not even right. positive. And I was just saying but, it's um, been that kind. Yeah, of yeah, news. yeah. No, I know, but I wanted to say just about COVID and this just this COVID era. I feel like the signature of this disease is that you have to go through this shit alone. You know, like you you 
grieve alone, you die alone. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, it's the the interaction, you know, and the, and you know the the engagement is just halted, right. and it's terrible, dog. I don't. I'm curious to see what type of effect. I mean, even in your, you know, your 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 transaction with the cat on Craigslist, right. it made Craigslist feel more sketchy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this shit. This shit is crazy. Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, saying, I'm sure he was bugged out anyway because I'm sure he wasn't, you know, expecting, you know, six-foot black guy anyway with a mask on. You know, that's that's <laughs> always get kind of nervous for people, you know what I'm saying, right. in their own imagination of what black people are. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, He's right, like right. an Asian dude, little, you know, short, short uh-huh. Asian guy. And um, uh-huh. so, you you know, you can see the nerves through his mask. You know what I mean? You can see his eyes like... <laughs> You know. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so you know, you can see his eyes like, okay, uh-huh. you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Just, just the the nervousness of saying, is this the right amount of money when I already gave it to you? You can count it. You know what I'm saying? Right, like it's in your right. hand, bro. Right. It's, it's yours. Like, count it out. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, you know. It, it it was just bugged out, and that's how it is. Even when you walking through the grocery store and you see, you know, what I'm saying you see that one or two people that's just moving real fast. They like getting up out of there. They're like, shit, I can't be in this mug no longer than I need to be, and they yeah. be hauling yeah. ass <laughs> in and out, in and out, man. I had to go to the grocery store the other day, and it it blows my mind. How people still like people will still fucking linger about in the grocery store, blocking the aisle and all of this shit. We're in the midst of a pandemic. I wish I had a horn on my my cart. <laughs> I didn't even have a cart. You know what I mean? I and I'm like, yo, what no is more. going on? Yeah, I'm straight. Yeah, I'm straight basket with it. Like, what is going on in here? Why are you doing? I got to go to a whole nother aisle, or you know, it was. Shit, yeah, I, I put my groceries in the bag that I brought. Yeah, I, I typically, well, not typically, I've done that before, because especially now that we done switched over to the whole you getting charged for a bag situation, I was, uh, I was, I totally forgot, you know what I mean, I totally forgot, and, and I just went out there, had to just get the, pay the little 10 cent surcharge, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, now it's a routine, like I said, my wife already had a bunch of bags, so now mm-hmm. I just, I just grab a big one. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, enough of what I'm going to get. A lot of the shit we ordering, really, a lot of the bigger stuff we ordering on um, right. Amazon. So it's really down to the details. So mm-hmm. get that, run out, you know what I'm saying? Get in the store, put all my shit in my bag. Uh-huh. And, then, and then pay for that shit, get home, wipe that shit down with the Lysol wipes. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Take all my shit off, throw it in the washing machine, scrub down, and you know, there's a whole protocol to it now. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's crazy. That shit is crazy, dog. I don't know. There's not much of an end in sight. I'd heard two to four weeks New York might start opening up, but I don't all the way believe that. And then you hear the, the theory of a second wave that could be even worse. Mm-hmm. Then I, I just read some shit about this, a mutant coronavirus <laughs> that has started, that's even more, it's worse than, like the sequel came out while the fucking, the original still in the theaters. This shit is killing me. But yeah, they got a mutant coronavirus that's coming. Yeah. That, that hit the East Coast. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's how these viruses do. They mutate as they go along. I watched mm-hmm. the, um, 
damn, I wish I remembered the girl name. But I watched a, a, a piece on Instagram. It was an Instagram mm-hmm. live, and she had a father on. And um, he um, he came on to talk about, he's a bio, biologist and a, and a, like a, he was like a, a military viral biology doctor. You know what I'm saying? And then mm. somebody that studied viruses. So he's like perfectly suited to talk about this shit. So, and he was like real deal. He's a black guy too. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, you know how military cats be? No nonsense. So he came on. He was no nonsense military black dude, you know, talking about, you know, the different things. And, you know, he, you know, and and every now and then he'll give you a point. He'll be like, oh shit, we need to order some of that shit right there. And um, mm. and so he got to the point of talking about washing hands, and he was like, "Oh, you know that, you know, soap and water. They keep telling you to wash your hands. That ain't gonna do shit. But it ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? He was damn, like, what that's you, the last thing a motherfucker want to hear. He's like, what you shit. need? What you need is the HIPAA cleanse. You know what I'm saying? And oh, that shit is uh-huh. for viruses and da da da. That's what we use. And it's like, you know, and it lasts for 24 hours. You know, I'm like, okay. I was ordering that shit as he was talking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, was it still available? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Amazon. Okay. HIPAA cleanse. You know, like HIBI something. cleanse. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? That shit ain't cheap, but shit, I'm gonna try. Yeah, it don't sound cheap. I'm gonna try. Yeah, damn. So what is it like? It's, what it's what exactly a, is it? It's like the type of shit they use in hospitals to clean up the scrub for surgery and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know the active ingredient, but if he said so, it was cool, I'm gonna go with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You going with it, you going yeah, you going with this situation. It couldn't be no worse for me than the soap that I got. No doubt. But my thing is he said the shit lasted twenty four hours, so is he just doing a one wash? No, nah, I'm just saying I guess if you your last wash, you know what I mean? I guess if that was you know, if that's all you had, then it's supposed to last for twenty four hours. That's what it even say on the on the internet when I looked it up. Mm. Hibber cleanse. Check that out, man. Yeah. See about it. I'm just curious about how does that how's that work functionally because it's either you gambling on the twenty four hour hibber cleanse. Nah, I think you go ahead and wash every occurrence like you usually do. But but that's my question. So if I'm if I'm washing every occurrence, am I not washing the Hibba cleanse off, or am I washing you, with Hibba cleanse washing, every time? You still washing with Hibba cleanse? Oh, that's, okay. That's okay. what I'm, I I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm going okay. with the I best. You. I got you. I got you. Yeah. You no, know, if that's the Dang. best, then I'm washing with soap every single time. So might as well wash with right. the. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The professional grade. Right. This the, the loud of soaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't even want fucking with the Reggie. <laughs> yeah. They got the Reggie. I, I was Reggie asking right a now. while back because I uh, I typically get the Myers soap, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I like the way it smells and shit. Right, I, right, I don't right. know. I just kind of got hooked on it a while ago, right. but I couldn't get to it. Like you know, that shit was sold out when things went down. Uh-huh. So I was in um, I was in Walmart at that time, and I saw some soap, some soft soap. You know, you've right. seen soft soap before. And I'm an idiot, too, because I only bought one, like a dickhead. And them shit's just like 99 cents. I only bought one. I don't know. I think I was like, let me not hoard or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, consistency-wise, that shit didn't feel like, it felt like the Reggie. It didn't even feel like it <laughs> packed nothing. And then I was like, yo, this shit, I don't have too much faith in this bitch. Mm-hmm. So I did like a little uh, a pandemic poll. 
You know what I mean? Which one would you go with? Was it this or that? And Myers won in the landslide. So uh, Myers. Um, yeah, I went and got me some more Myers off the uh, the Amazon. Some of them uh, the refill shits. Right, right, so, right. So yeah, I just like the smell of that shit. So far, so good. But I'm gonna look into that Hippoclans. Yeah, Hippoclans. Does it feel any different? Does does I it? Uh, I don't get. It? I haven't got. Oh, it you yet. you ain't have it yet. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, I just ordered it, and okay. I don't have it yet. Uh, okay. Yeah. Man, what's, That's what's cool. this chick, man? Ah, oh, man, I can't. I was trying to find yeah. her name. So, as you were talking, yeah, don't worry we about talking, it. I mean, so we could, I could tell the people where to go watch. She'll hear story. about it in the street. I'll, I'll, I'll post the video though. I got the video link, so I could post right. the video on the Facebook. Okay. I got a lot of good information to it. Yeah. 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 That's cool. So ah. <clears throat> that's that. Yeah, man. How's how's Ramadan still been? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, man. I'm 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 maintaining right now. First week, I mean, what are we in about almost two weeks. In a couple of days, it'll be mm-hmm. two weeks. It's good, you know. Mm-hmm. what I'm saying smooth selling right now. I'm, I got to get me. I had to order some some more um, some vitamins, some um, some multivitamins, and some um, you know more herbs and shit like that. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I need to do that. But everything's uh-huh. cool on that front, man. I'm just over here getting ready. It's Muhammad holiday coming up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So this year is yeah. a doozy because the birthdays fall on Mother's Day. So it's all in one day. So Mother's Day, the two birthdays, the whole, mm. you know what I'm saying? It's a real Muhammad holiday for real. Yeah. So getting prepared for that, you know what I'm saying? Got to, you know, put in some orders, some Mother's Day orders. So hopefully my shipping mm. agrees with me. And uh, you're, you're tipping, what shipping, you mean? shipping. Like, oh, you're shipping. Yeah, yeah they got to. Hopefully, they respect yeah, the game. Hopefully, it land on time because this particular shipment ain't Amazon. Amazon stay oh. true to their word, but you know everybody else, yeah. you, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, is it a is it a like a tent pole piece or is it something? If you didn't get it on that Sunday, it's not the worst thing, or is it well, like shit? Well, see, I'm trying to, to be better with my shit because you know before I would be like, you know, I got it. It's on the way. This is it. Here's your mm-hmm. here's your confirmation and receipt right here. You know what I'm saying? It's coming, mm-hmm. but that don't beat it being there. You know what I'm saying? And being able, yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? Show presented, presented, yeah. and and it's there when when they wake up in the morning on some real live. We celebrating tip. You know what I mean? Right. It feels right. different when it comes late. So hopefully. It's on time because I've been trying to do right with my my celebrations. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting right. getting. Better. How's that been going? You said you been. How's it going? Your celebrations? Yeah, it's now. been. It's getting better, man. I, I learned on my on my daughter's birthday how much you know, just paying attention to solely to the recipient of the celebration means. Right. You know, because on my daughter's birthday it was kind of like you know we in quarantine, nobody had nowhere to go. You know, mm-hmm. everything was, when she woke up, stuff was there. You know what I mean? You know, the celebration was ready to go. And Dope. I could see the response. The response was a whole lot better. You know what I'm saying? Because like, mm-hmm. it's like sometimes you, you overcompensate compensate for the planning so you buy something bigger. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I ain't, mm-hmm. I ain't make much of a plan, so let me just, you know what I mean? Let me splurge, yeah. you know? And then you still get that response of, oh, okay, thank you, you know. And then they gone by, you know what I'm saying? So it, it don't hit how it's supposed to right. hit. It's kind of like on on uh, Black AF, 
when, you know, he he wanted to come off as a superhero and take everybody to Fiji on a private jet. And then everybody was kind of like, yeah, you know, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we going yeah, on vacation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, what the? You know what I'm saying? He said, there's lobster yeah. on the plane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. like, what? And, yeah. and while I ain't getting no private jets or going to Fiji by no uh-huh. stretch of the imagination right now, it still well, you can. it still feels the same way when you when you splurge just in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? What a splurge is, of course. And Hell and it yeah. turns out to be regular. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. it's not about the thing, or it's not about the splurge. It's about kind of like how you make everybody feel. It's the magic of it all. It's like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You go out there do a magic trick, and you be like, you know, tell everybody what the trick is. Then it takes the magic out of it. Yeah. So. You gotta, you know, preserve the magic, and yeah. So I'm, I'm working on a plan B just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Hopefully, the plan A work all the way out. But yeah, it hel- it helps when you uh when you plan ahead. I'm definitely uh, a super procrastinator. As as of late, though, I've definitely become more of a a person that plans ahead. And to that point, when you plan ahead and it's not all hasty and, you know, to your point, you, you're throwing all of your shit, you're gambling on a big ticket purchase because, you know, that hopefully that that fucking that ticket price will kind of compensate for the fact that it wasn't a whole lot of thought into this one or <laughs> wasn't it might, you know what I mean? Like, but, you know, that thought helps. And if you do it early enough. You could compound think. It's almost like savings. You know, after you got that shit kind of taken care of, those days that you're not stressing, you could kind of get more ideas to come that might be within the window to be like, you know what, let me add that. Right. Let me throw that with that since I know I already got that. Right. You, you know, know it's saying? a good thing. Yeah, it's better when you, you got time to plan B that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not in the birth yeah. control sense, but in the... And a plan yeah. B for a gift sense. There you go. There you go. That's what's, <laughs> that's what's up. Are both of your sons going to be there, or is it just going to be uh, the one son and then one son is out? Yeah, one the, son, uh, one son here, one son virtual in the world. Okay. You know. You got a virtual element to what you're doing? Yeah, it'll be a Zoom scenario or a FaceTime okay. scenario. Probably a FaceTime scenario since we all okay. here together. You know what I'm saying? What's up. Or maybe Zoom may get a couple of other people. See, I'm planning on the on the spot right now. May get a couple of other family members involved in the celebration mm-hmm. from from virtual world and on a Zoom yeah. call. And right. then because my little brother, his birthday the same day as well. So he's in Japan. So maybe we coordinate a timing call with with little brother with the nephews and you know what I'm saying. My pops in there, uh-huh. and you know, get that shit cracking. That's what's, That's what's up. I don't think I knew you had a little brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, he started a fresh new tribe after we got okay. grown. You know what I'm saying? He, uh, he, he got married again. Cause like I said, he was single all basically all my life from like third grade, right. and then he finally um, settled down and changed this whole scenario up. Married a. Um, a nice young lady that was a little younger than him mm-hmm. <laughs> and started a whole new tribe. Well, there you go. That's what's up. Yeah. So, so I got, got four little ones after me, but they not so little no more. One is 
21, I think. Maybe he'll be 22 this year. And uh-huh. one that's 21, one that's 17, and one that's 12. Okay, so the 21-year-olds went out in Japan? 21, yeah, the one that's going to be 22, he's out in Japan. Okay. United States so, Navy. Nah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That was on That was on the list. I don't know if we ever going, uh, when this shit opened back up, that was on the list, though. I want to see what Japan is about. You know, I really want to. I want to check it out because from what I understand, that's like, I don't say one of the few places, but one of those places, you know, there's a lot of places in the world that you go and you traveled far and, you know, you get there and it's a, you know, so it's a foreign land, but it feels familiar. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They got them, they got every damn thing that you got and shit like that. Like you don't, outside of maybe a language barrier, it doesn't really feel like, outside of maybe some temperature shit or language barrier, I don't feel like you really went but so far. I hear, like, you go to Japan, that shit, you feel like a fish out of water. Like, it's a whole different vibe. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's a, it's it's different, you know? So I want to I wanna see what that's about. And I hear so much, so much cool shit about it. Yeah. So uh, that would be dope. Yeah. Make it Japan, yeah. not China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, no, no Wuhan. I had to take Wuhan off the list, um, because you know they was gonna do All Star Wuhan next year, and I was, I was All Star what? All Star? No, fuck it with you. But you know, you know how that's how destination get hot. That's how destination get hot. Do an All Star? Yeah, man. They heard they do an All Star out Salt Lake City this year. Word, I might have to fuck with it. Yeah, that's that was what Japan was on. They was supposed to have the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Get it hot. Oh. Yeah, that's crazy. Um speaking of that Zoom, uh the Zoom, I've been to since last week I I told you I did a Zoom show and I also did a a Zoom happy hour. And uh I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad. I uh you know, particularly the show. The happy hour, I didn't really have much expectation for in the way that, you know, like, in the way of, I mean, I expected to just enjoy myself, but I wasn't, with the with the Zoom comedy show, I was like, oh, shit, here we go. This ain't going to be nothing like what it really is to be on stage and, you know, all of that type of shit. Right. And um, obviously the, the, well, not obviously, but the presentation is different. There's... There isn't, you don't have to do stand-up. Shout out to my man, Nori. Nori's actually doing what he calls Trap House Comedy. I think I'm going to pop in one of them. But he he's doing stand-up from what I understand. Like, you know, he's doing stand-up with the people there. But a lot of these Zoom shows is really like just the host bring you up. And then, you know, y'all chop it up. It's an interview. Like, not an interview, but just a conversation. Like, almost like a live. And y'all just bugging out or whatever. And, you know, obviously... You're funny where you're funny You know what I'm saying It's not like set up punchline It's just conversationally funny So the the stakes are a little lower But you still want to get a laugh mm-hmm. And uh, you know I didn't realize I, I tweeted I was like I didn't realize how much uh, A typed out LMAO resonated Until I was like 10 minutes into a Zoom show You know you do appreciate <laughs> You still appreciate the the, 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 the lookout That's, that's, like, but, that's uh, like D-Nice getting the fire emojis When he drop a song Yeah you know Yeah <laughs> Yeah that shit starts to mean something A fix is a fix Virtual or real Yeah it, So Yeah So but, so, uh, so you had the conversation Did you tell jokes how did you, you know what I mean How did you get the, Yeah did you yeah get yeah the yeah 
it's you know just conversationally similar to like this podcast like a podcast you know you might you know it, you know what it reminds me of mm-hmm. uh you ever watch comics unleashed no on uh okay that's definitely a comedians know about it. it comics unleashed is probably one of the most known things that uh what's my man's name that bought the weather channel what's his name byron allen byron allen okay so you know byron allen is a comedian yes right and um like that's kind of like his uh that was he's had this he's had this show for uh, for years you know what i'm saying he's had this uh this this um Comics Unleashed show for years. It comes on typically late. It's his own shit that he produces, sells to the networks, comes on typically. It used to, I think, it was one of those things that came on like maybe even after Showtime at the Apollo, so like 2 a.m. type shit, mm-hmm. right? And um, basically it's just him. It's like him and maybe three or four comics sitting in like a little round table, and they kicking it. And what he would do... And this is not to the same degree, but what he would do is just basically just set up your premise for you. It's like doing panel mm. on a talk show. So he'd be like, uh, "Oh, Ali, I heard you uh looking. I heard you bought a monitor out in the out on Craigslist. Uh, tell us about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And hopefully you got a story. But typically, what happens is comedians might meet with the producer beforehand, and they say, "Hey, man, I got this one story I want to tell about. You know, when I when the dog." chase me from the from the from the post office back to my house i kind of want to talk about that okay we'll we'll set that up right, right, right and it's basically it's not that explicit it's not that way but it's kind of more so yo how you doing in the, in this whole corona shit or what are you seeing and just funny questions mm-hmm. you know and it was my man pd diabro and uh he's a he's a dope comic as well so uh you know it was it was a good time it was a good hands have fun and uh, yeah, I was I, I you know I had more fun than I expected to, you know what I mean? So yeah, shout out to the Zoom situation. It's, it's interesting, man, how how entertainment has to evolve right now. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, yeah, and 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 it's evolving quick, and people are getting very creative, and it's a it's a fun time, you know what I mean? It's a mm-hmm. fun time just to watch all of these different lives, you know what I mean? interviews that you probably wouldn't ever see because it really didn't have a platform for it to really exist. Right. Or if a big company tried to put it together, it might not have come together the way that, you know, it did organically during the quarantine. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate what's going on and and paying attention to how people are being entertained and what people respond to right now, you know, because like you said, the, the, LMAO, LMAO typed out mm-hmm. is different than a real laugh, but it still does something in your psyche that, you know what I'm saying, triggers something, you know? Right. It's like when you're in these these Zoom calls or, like, these Zoom parties, it's something different happening, you know what I mean? Like watching D-Nice and seeing your people in the comments and then you hitting up, oh, what up, you know what I'm saying? I'm pass your drink over there, you know what I'm saying? Cheers, such and such, you know what I mean? just shouting people out. It's like interacting with all those people. And yeah. And for for whatever reason, I mean, we talked about this the other day, but for whatever reason it triggers something in your mind where it seems like these Zoom calls get you drunker than real life. 
Yeah, it could happen. You know what I'm saying? It could happen. Yeah. <laughs> like you was telling different people is falling asleep on their own live and shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. Like academics, yeah. you know, falling asleep on his own live. You know, uh-huh. uh, I, I've seen it happen. It's like, what is going on? But yeah. it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's wild, man. It's wild. And that's your seven you o'clock that one cheer. nigga on the pot. This this one cat that be on the pot. He be hitting that shit so hard. And sometimes he be going to about 706. Yeah. I'm like, all right, my guy. <laughs> Take it easy. That's his that's his interaction for the day. That is that's his shit. That is his one moment. This is my moment. You know what I'm saying? This is my Tuesday conversation after this shit. Oh man. But yo, uh, yeah, nah, it's, it's some real shit. I was um what's interesting, two things that I, I peeped with the Zoom thing. Not that I didn't know this, but I guess it... Or no, I don't say I didn't know it or not. I think there's this thing... People assume that um, people of the same community mm-hmm. speak more often than you think, right? So, for instance, uh, I've seen a, uh, a live with uh, Charlie Mack. You know, Charlie Mack, first out the limo. Right. You know, Charlie Mack, who's a, a big deal in, in Philly. I think he, at one point, managed uh, Fresh Prince, or at least definitely worked with him closely. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, so he had a live. He had Big Daddy Kane on there. Yeah. And um, that shit was good, but it was interesting. I don't know which one said it in the thing. He was like, you know, it's crazy that, you know, this this pandemic is what gets us to have this conversation. This is a great conversation, you know what I mean? And, and and you know, we should probably do this type of thing more, right. you know? I mean, you know, it's all love, and we, we, you know, when we see each other, it's all it's all love, it's pounds, it's hugs, it's respect and everything, but we don't really maybe talk as much as we do. And I think in my mind, especially like in a, in a fan mind, you would think that, not always, but you would think that certain people, you would like, in my mind, if I'm thinking about, 10 year old Damien I would think everybody in the Juice crew was cool and they probably spoke like three times a week right, you know what I mean Coogee right. rap hit fucking you know what I'm saying he talking to, to Kane every you know what I'm saying every so often like they were in touch right. and that's typically not the case they might see each other at the next show they still part of the crew but they don't you know what I mean they don't kick it like that so <laughs> that was one thing that, that was kind of interesting um, and, man, and the other especially th- as grown grown men now yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's different. In years, right, right. It's been a long time. Like, damn, oh, nigga, what? Well, your son is how old? Oh, shit, twenty, huh? Shit, I ain't remember the last time I tell him. Uncle Kane said, "What up?" Right, right. Tell him, and the kids like, all right, who? it is mine. Like, who, who is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry about it. We'll talk about it. Um, but uh, some of the I like a lot of the stuff that I've been watching. One thing that I, I'm really, I really like. Complex has been doing these um these little sneaker battles mm. via Zoom. Um, shout out to my man Tony. I forget Tony's last name. I think Tony Mew. Uh, he's the guy that does all the life at Complex content, and he's the host of these sneaker battles. So basically, he has you know similar to a versus. He has people that are like sneakerheads, you know, reputable sneakerheads, cats that got crazy collections, and they go head to head, and they'd be like, okay. Pull out the sneaker that you were wearing on a black carpet or pull out the one sample that you got that, you know what I mean? Right. The, the hottest sample that never came out, you pulled that out. Or, okay, what's your what's your best holiday-themed sneaker? You know what I'm saying? And then they go through their collection 
and it's a face off and in the comments you know the comments kind of pick the winner mm-hmm. you know and then there's another guy I forget the other guy's name but the other guy is kind of like the authenticator in the way not the authenticator but he kind of tells you what the sneakers are selling for on the aftermarket right. not that that should sway your opinion but obviously it probably does but like you know <laughs> just to kind of illustrate the rarity of the sneaker like oh that sneaker is going for forty thousand dollars if you can find it you know that type of thing like oh shit you know and then you know hear these people kind of tell the story of the sneaker how they acquired it or what it was about it it's good content i really been enjoying them yeah, they've been having some good ones too i had to check that out you know? i didn't even know about that one yeah check that out they checked that out they had some good battles they had some good battles they actually had um last week they had uh uh, two two women battle Laura Styles from Hot ninety seven and this other this other woman from Toronto who's like a sneaker like a super sneaker head you know and they went in and they went at each other it was cool mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> speaking of that uh, we got a uh, Jill and Erica coming up this weekend is it this weekend or is it Thursday yes it's this Thursday. is the ninth. Oh, it is. It's the Saturday, night. So okay, so Saturday. it's this week, Saturday. Okay, bat, bat, bat. Yeah, that's going to be a little early. It's like seven o'clock. Oh, it's an early piece. Yeah, it's huh? an early piece. All right. All right, that's what's up. That's cool. Um, Shout out to Heather Lowry, good friend of mine. I think she had a a, a pretty significant hand in, in brokering that with Swiss and um and Timberland. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a she has an initiative called Femit Forward, and uh, they kind of they they're you know they're some of the presenters with that shit. So oh, okay. excited, excited for that. You know, it's a big look. Yeah, that's a big look. Who you got? Uh, this is the thing. All right. Uh, I like both of them a lot. I like both of them a lot. I'm a fan of both of them. Uh, if I had to, if I, well, I'm not, if I had, I'm obviously going to pick. Uh, I'm going with Erica mm-hmm. only because I've been, more in tune with her catalog as the years have gone on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I love Jill Scott. Jill Scott's first album was crazy. Uh, her second album was, you know, after a while, I kind of didn't keep up with uh, her albums as much. I always like seeing her live. I like seeing both of them live. Right. I think Jill Scott is incredible live. I think they both are, you know, super performers. You know, if it was a, if it might have been, on some performance shit, I might lean towards Jill, but if it's catalog, like I can name at least four Erica Badu albums that I fuck with, mm-hmm. you know. And actually, I, the later albums, I won't say are uh, the ones I fuck with even more, but like I've been just as excited about you know her later albums than her like her earlier albums. Whereas with Jill, uh, I just kind of. To no fault to like I can't even I can't even um I can't even weigh in on how good the albums are. I just kind of missed them. Mm-hmm. You know, I would catch the you know a single here. Like I know when Golden came out, like that was a very big record. You know what I mean? But like I didn't really uh, get deep into the catalog. And actually, I don't even know. I would have to look. I'm not even sure if her catalog is as extensive as Jill's catalog. I mean, as Erica's catalog is. Obviously, Erica started long. Started earlier too. Right. But like, you know, I like the fact that Erica, you know, she collabed with, you know, Dilla and, you know what I mean? And, and Sarah, like certain producers that I really fuck with too, you know? Right. So that's kind of where I'm leaning. Where you at with it? Well, 
I'm I'm in my heart, you know what I'm saying? I'm going with Erica. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um with the 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 um the way that these battles have been going and the personality of the the crowd as it has grown to bigger numbers. Right. So like now it's gonna be crazy with the crazy numbers and it's gonna be a lot of people in there that are first timers or, you know what I'm saying, as recent as the babyface battle. So you can see the personality of the audience has changed a little bit. And so the voice mm-hmm. of it has changed. And what I worry about, I'm on I'll be in Erica's corner. And if I was her mm-hmm. coach, I would be coaching her on this part. I worry that her 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 humor, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Her her humor, you know what I'm saying, could go real left sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and in these battles, because you're not there to hit her the out loud LMAOs, you you're just you gotta go by the comments, which you're not really paying attention to because you're trying to get your next song together or whatever. So mm-hmm. I I think you know, Erica has the tendency to go too far with her jokes that can mm. can sway the audience to a calmer, more um, reserved presence, a la Babyface, when he, you know what I'm saying, was throwing his shade very under the radar, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm. while Teddy was doing a whole lot in his background and all that kind of stuff. So um, if it's cataloging music, I'm going to go with Erica, you know what I'm saying? So... I just hope she, hope she could uh, hit the right notes with her her humor. Yeah, man, that's a good point. Uh, we'll see. I mean, you know, she. I think she's comfortable in that internet world, though, too. No but doubt. Yeah, she does we'll, speak we'll internet see. very well. Yeah. Interesting enough, and I'm just doing a quick Wikipedia search, it looks like both of them have just five studio albums, you know, not including the live albums or the collab albums. Okay. It just felt like, I don't know, it felt like Erica had more, but I guess not. Yeah, you, you just know? in more of Erica's own, like me. I only know Jill's first two, probably. And Right. I think also, and I think Chris kind of brought this up last week, the thing about Jill, too, is um, her discography, let's see how long did she do that? Her discography, one... For the first three albums, it's uh, Who Is uh, Jill Scott, Words and Sounds, Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 3. I think that kind of might have affected it, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you see a new album with the same title outside of just number, you know what I mean? You might not, you might not anticipate anything new, or you might kind of not check for it immediately, whereas Erica Badu shit, it's a whole different, right. it's mama's gun, you right. know what I'm saying? Or it's, you know, even though, actually, as I say that, I think Erica did have the new er- new America one and two. Right. So let me... Uh, I mean, but it's still like, you knows? you had to be in that world, because when Jay-Z had the blueprint, you know the difference between blueprint and blueprint That's two. true. That's true. You know. That's you, you know. <laughs> right. That blueprint right, two right, one right. shit. <laughs> Uh, don't do that <laughs> don't do that nah it's too long it should have been one album it should have been a one, oh, uh, one album it would have been a lot better but damn ah, that's my dog <laughs> though he came back oh man <laughs> yeah it should be good cause they both fucking they're both hams they both crazy good in the performance sense right. you know what I mean they both they both got they both slick they both say some some crazy shit you know they both got away with words you know what I mean? So it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. I'm curious to see 
what the sensibility of the crowd is gonna be. Obviously, I think it's uh, it's gonna be uh, probably significantly more female. But I'm or yes, I'm just curious if the uh, <clears throat> how the shit talking. Right. Is gonna is I, gonna change. I, what's the what's the vibe? What's the tone? Yeah, what's the vibe the, what's definitely the the definitely is gonna change. See, the only uh-huh. the only thing that I don't like when the vibe changes is that, like, say people who come in for Babyface or they come in for Teddy Riley or they're gonna mm-hmm. come in for Erica and Jill and they haven't been a part. They haven't been to the RZA battle or the you know what I'm saying or right. the Timberland right. or the or the Lil John battle and. They expecting perfection, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's Jill and Erica, but these lives they not perfection, you know what I'm saying? They are, they are a little rough around the edges because it's the wild wild west we're in right here, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times the new people are very intolerant of the technical difficulties that occur, like. Mm-hmm. You got to switch off and switch back on after an hour and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what's going on? This is crazy. But get it together. Yeah. You know? So yeah. hopefully, you know what I'm saying, people come in with with the uh, energy of love and understanding and that, you know, we're here for fun. For, that's free. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. like the right. audience is starting to get very entitled with these shits. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, they bugging out and wilding out like they paid $50 to get in. It's like, yeah. nah, these people are giving up their time for the free, you know, and entertaining us. They, they, the battle don't, there's no stakes for them. It's like they don't win a prize or nothing. They're mm. just doing this shit to entertain the folks. For the culture. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. the culture in the, in the quarantine, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I hope I think that the crowd <clears throat> and this is this is just anecdotal ain't really based on anything. But I guess what I've seen, I think the crowd is a it is not extreme, but I think the crowd is a bit of a self-policing crowd, too. So right. if you do come out, if you do come on there with all of that entitled nonsense, if you type in it, somebody might come at you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Somebody might check you and be like, hold on now. this you. How much did you pay? Right. You know what I'm saying? Call you at that. You're like, all right. But see, a lot of times is they might not even see it because you can't at nobody. And you know what I'm saying? They don't yeah, get no bing true. that they but got you, called out. They just keep on with what they're keeping on with. You know? Mm-hmm. You just you just hate to see it, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You know? But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think it's going to be a good time, you know? Uh, hopefully, yeah. er, hopefully, Swiss and Tim have worked all the technological kinks out and have given everybody a a, a, a one pager on how to do this shit the right way, and you know what to do if something goes wrong. A troubleshooting list, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and some technical support on standby. <laughs> you know yeah, I hope so. I don't. I don't. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not holding my breath. I actually kind of, I kind of, I kind of nailed this shit. I programmed that into the show. No doubt. That's almost no like doubt. the opening act. You know what I mean? All of the tech support where it's like, I can't hear it. Can you hit on your end? It's an echo on my end. Right. I don't, uh, okay, well, how you got it set up? I right. think, well, I got it set up how they told us to have it set right. up. Okay, well, uh, it should work like this. It don't work like that. Well, I, yeah, I that's think what I'm saying. That technical the, support need to be on deck, though. Cause yeah, you don't, yeah, I think they're gonna be there. You don't, I think they're gonna be there. You don't want it to be where they gotta postpone, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I hope that don't just cancel or 
what I'm saying? You don't get to finish like Babyface and Teddy. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. They didn't really get to finish. So we didn't right. get the entertainment that we could have got had, you know, there been little technical support on that. Right. I guess, yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, they didn't. Because what, Teddy, I mean, Teddy didn't get to play his final record, right? Yeah, I think they was on 10. But, you know, people was ready for the bonus rounds. Teddy, uh, Babyface had his guitar ready. You know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. know what we could have got if, you know what I mean, if things would have right. continued in a good way. Oh, well, we'll see. It's like with we RZA, you know what I'm saying, we got the best records after this battle was over, really. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, what you, you got any predictions on the attendance? I'm just, now I'm just trying to start bets. What was the last time? I think the, uh, I think that shit got up to about, I don't say 500,000, yeah. 300,000? That was definitely 500,000 that first time when, when it, when it went out, when they had to postpone. Yeah. yeah. It might've got back yeah. up to five, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? I think if the internet could hold it, if IG could hold it, because a lot of people couldn't get on, on the right. second battle. If, if. If Swiss worked out his politics with Instagram, I think mm-hmm. they could hit a good eight hundred thousand easy. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. You know what I'm saying you count me in though. Mm-hmm. And Instagram, you know, note to everybody who's listening who couldn't get in the battle last time on your phone. Instagram changed it to where you could stream lives on your computer now. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you used yeah, to have yeah. to be able to, you used to have to do a a, a plug-in, because that's how I was doing it, through a plug-in. But it was a little buggy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. But Instagram changed it the second week of um, Babyface to um, to where you could stream it on your computer straight from Instagram website. Yeah, I think I might do that this time. I think, you know, because typically... <clears throat> That should have killed your computer. I mean, your you know your phone battery. I had a I had an old phone, so I would stream it on the old phone and use the the new phone to you know text the group chat and shit, chop it up or whatever. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. I think I'm gonna play this next one on the on the computer. Yeah, so I heard it's actually easier too to get on via computer. Yeah, it's easy to get on via computer, and then you know what I'm saying it frees your phone up for side text and shit, yeah, chats and yeah. commentary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Commentary with your, with your, you know, with your buddies. Exactly. The shit you might not want to go public with. Right. Yeah. You can't <laughs> you know go public I mean? with you just, know, the, the internal chats. Yeah. 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 There's even been like some cats streaming it from the computer to the Zoom so everybody can uh-huh. be in one room and, and chatting it up. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But somebody invited me. It was kind of blind. I didn't know the number. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what, who is this? And I get a Zoom link talking about, you know, the battle. So I, mm. I'm like, shit, I was intrigued, but I was still mm-hmm. kind of concerned that I didn't know who the number was. And then right. I checked in the Zoom, and then it was like a bunch of motherfuckers. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And people you didn't know? Or I knew them, know? I knew them, but I didn't want to be in the battle with them. So I clicked in and clicked out. Zoomed the battle there. I clicked in and clicked out. No no disrespect, uh, but yeah, 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 I would yeah. rather have, <laughs> I'd rather have you know, dealt with the battle on my own. Right. You know what I'm saying? With with folks <laughs> of my choosing. Then you know what I'm saying? Oh <laughs> <Then> shit. <laughs> couple cats I know party. with a bunch of people that I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's not, it wasn't right. as, no, it's not as free, you know? You can't be yeah. free, yeah, 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 free yeah. with your tongue, like, you know what I mean? Talk exactly. talking crazy. That's funny. 
<laughs> shit, man. Oh, man. Speaking of, uh, nah, that's a terrible transition. I was going to say, free with your tongue. Oh, Lord. Did you see? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the worst, pause. but it's a reach. <laughs> it could be a pause, but it's a reach. I was going to say, did you see the most recent uh, Last Dance installment? Yes, I did. I did. Yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. that's a reach. That's a reach. That wouldn't have been. It's a reach, yeah, but you know, he got his tongue out. That's yeah, why yeah. I was like, let me, this is too yeah, much. That's, but that's, that's, an insider, <laughs> that's an insider reach. Nah, that, that, that ain't even an insider. It's just you might need to put an asterisk on it. It's yeah. definitely a reach. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a reach. Yeah, I, did, I, uh, I checked it out. I'm up to date, man. I got this, this Hulu Live that I'm definitely canceling after this is over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! I, this is the Lance Dance for sure. Because yeah, it's like because oh, it's too much. It's not. It's yeah. not organized right. And when you get in there, it's just overwhelming. I'm like, I don't want to watch none of this shit. You know what I'm saying? What you mean? It's overwhelming. Oh, because what you mean? Cause I have like the where you could stream live TV, right? So uh-huh. when you go in there, like you first you got the regular Hulu interface, and then you go right. to live, and then live got the you know like a TV guide like type of scroll. Uh, okay. And then it's like, uh-huh. you yeah, know, it's kind of like I'm so used to on demand. I just want to search the show I'm looking for and then go mm-hmm. to it. But with the live thing, it gets kind of convoluted because it don't take you directly to the on demand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hulu has the worst uh, interface out of all the maps. Right. Out of, if I had to compare Netflix, Prime, and Hulu, I think Hulu has the worst as far as navigation goes right. in my in my opinion. Exactly. And so when you go when you add a whole layer of live networks of 60 different channels or whatever, it right. it gets really it's not right. So, yeah. But I'm rocking with it for the last dance, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying it. I'm I'm you know, I'm 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 attempting to like it. But right now it's going to get canceled ASAP. Um <laughs> but Apple TV, on the uh-huh. other hand, they got the free trial for a year. With TV, TV or yeah, Apple, just TV. Apple TV? The Apple TV, not they don't have live TV, but their shows and all that shit. They got the free. They got the free trial for a whole year. Really? Yeah. So that's been working oh. out really good. Oh, I might have to look into that. I didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah, they going They trying to catch you slipping. Yeah, they. When I, I'm gonna tell you this. When I do any of them live, those live shits, I set an alarm on my calendar. Yeah, I don't fuck around. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, can't yeah. fuck around. They get you. But yeah, but they got a, they got a, they got a free trial for a year on Apple TV. I was like, oh. I'm like, damn. Uh-huh. Right. Let's, let's check let's it out. There's a couple it. things I want to watch on Apple TV actually. Yeah. Uh, I want to see that Beastie Boys documentary they put out. True. And there's some other shit on Apple TV. I forget. It's two, at least two things I was like, all right. I mean, because I was already planning my little seven day trial. Right. You know what I mean? Figure yeah, it out. They, but now that you're telling me yeah. it's a good 365. Yeah, they got a good 365. <clears throat> I got to catch on uh, the Godfather Harlem through the epics off of the Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I had done that. Yeah, it, um, I, I paid the way. Yeah. Yeah, so I watched that for the first time. I could dig yeah. it. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Benched it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. If I got regular, you got cool. <laughs> Dude, that don't sound cool at all. No, it's cool. The, I, the, acting, <laughs> the acting was extraordinary. I felt like, I felt like 
they were rushing through a lot of, you know what I'm saying? It just felt rushed. You know what I mean? Felt okay, like, okay. Felt like they never gave it time to breathe. They never gave the story its due pacing. You know what I'm saying? And and um, I get it. You know what I mean? They had 10 episodes to get through this whole thing, and they had so many historical people in historical moments that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, it was just, it just felt like one you know, it was Forrest Gump. You know what I'm saying? One historical event after the other. Then, you know what I'm saying? Then it's the march. Then it's Mount Malcolm X and then Martin Luther King. I was like, mm. damn, when he just going to be a dope boy? You know what I'm saying? Oh, Martin Luther King was in it? No, nah, he wasn't Martin in it, but they they, uh. they referenced him because the march was happening. They went to the march. Oh, right, 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 right. I do remember that. So yeah, it, it was cause, They must not have yeah. been able to get the rights because they didn't even go out to the march. You know what I'm saying? They they, mm-hmm. they was at like the hotel. <laughs> yeah, right. March was on TV a little bit, so mm-hmm. so um, you know, it just felt like they were they were rushing through and like it's like a basketball game and they, and every play is a dunk. You know what I'm saying? Like ah, mm-hmm. ah, right. ah, ah right. you know what I mean? Right. Every scene was you know the the moment was that it was built up to be, except for it never mm-hmm. was built up. You know, it was just like bam, we had, oh shit, this was happening. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like how the fuck they figured that out? You know what I mean? They just figure it out, and then it's, you're right there. And you know, I get it. You know what I mean? They had to get through a lot, but yeah. I think the act- how many episodes you in so far? I'm done. I watched the whole. Oh, thing. you finished the whole shit, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah, I'm done. Right. So I, I think what it was, I think the acting was great. They had some mm-hmm. dope actors. You know what I'm saying? I, I think the music was dope. Mm-hmm. I just think that the way it was paced was. Um, was a little fast. Didn't mm-hmm. let give you time to invest in a lot of things. Um, I do see where my man who um who created Money and Violence, Moyes. Um, mm-hmm. I can't I don't, I don't know his last name, but it's Moyes. Some I call him Say No More. Me and my wife, that's our nickname for him because he used to say that all the time in Money and Violence. <laughs> say no <laughs> that more. That was his line. Say no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like he used to be yeah, jogging. Right. I used to see him jogging through Fort Greene. And then mm-hmm. I was in the car when the first time I saw him, I'm like, oh shit, they're gonna say no more. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. And, but you could definitely see his fingerprints on the show. Okay. To how, you know how Money and Violence, his character always spoke in quotes and parables, and you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you know, he always had the right sensei uh, philosophy to right. hit you with. Like, you could see that in the writing of Godfather Harlem, where, you know, Bobby Johnson always have the right shit to say in a quote, in a parable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Adam Clayton Powell, who's a wild boy, had the right shit to say in a quote, in a parable. So, right. you know, I could see his his uh, imprint. Um, actually proud mm-hmm. that he was able to make the jump, you know what I'm saying, and had the foresight to kind of take two steps back on his own thing to kind of get in the system in an official way to put himself in a position to probably – show run mm-hmm. be a showrunner on his show in the in the future. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right, right. So like yeah. instead of coming in and giving money and violence away to the network to be able to come mm-hmm. in as the showrunner and the writer and creator, you know what I'm saying? Will probably yeah. be more beneficial in the long run. Right. So instead of trying to rush to appease us in the internet you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just taking it slow and, and moving yourself in position. Like chess. He played chess with it. I fucks with it. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, on some new shit. But well, did you? Let's talk about Insecure. Did you watch Insecure? Yeah, definitely. Hey, what you? How would? How'd you feel? What you think of this episode? You go first. <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm on my, on my baby <laughs> face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, I like. I can't even. You know, my my memory sometimes <laughs> is trash. I'm really trying to because that. Uh, yeah, you know what? Um, no, I got it. I got it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I remember a little bit of it. It's it, I literally not to you know, I mean not to be more, but that's when I found out about my homie. Is like right in that second. Oh, so right, like right, right, right. I was watching it, but I was like, I probably wasn't even all the way there right. with it. But um, if I do remember, da, 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 what happened in the shit? It was yeah. You oh, it, it was the thing where. It was uh, Lawrence and his homeboy. They, you know, his homeboy had the baby. Tiffany had the baby. There was that little scene in the um, in the thing that was interesting. And it was the whole thing about what do I remember? Molly, obviously. Oh, you know what? The one thing that I, that pops out the most <laughs> that I do remember, because again, like this shit is like it's it's you know kind of it's vignettes that I remember. The one thing that I do remember the most. Is the little parking spot incident? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, yeah. how Issa kind of yielded that parking spot to Molly, and Molly knew in real life, in real life, as a, as a person that drive, she was dead ass wrong. Yeah, you bro. don't drive head first into a parking spot. You back up into a parking spot. Yeah, you know bro. that shit. That's like a, there's a famous Seinfeld episode based on that whole shit. But um, yeah, she gave her the look because that was some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, but, that, uh, but that was yeah. you know what I'm saying it was very good as far as. You know tension, the tension in their relationship. That's a, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and that's how yeah. it was. And then Issa yield in that particular case, but you know, I don't think she yields in in her character that much. But um, right, and it was also the thing where Molly she asked Molly for the the um, the favor and asking her new right. man to hook her up with a with a yeah, act, which I thought was weird. It was bad. That was bad tactical. You know what I'm saying? That was a bad tactical move. You know what I'm saying? I know you in a tight and you know you're 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 dealing with the pressure of putting on a show, but right. you got to reestablish some friendly before you could go in for the fave. You know what I mean? Right. Like you got to be at least check up on hey, how you doing? Everything cool? Right. You know what I'm saying? Sorry right. for missing out on the Sundays, you know what I mean? Uh a little pleasantry. Yeah, a few, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just some typical yeah. human shit. Like, hey, right. you know, what's good? But I and wait for the got, what's good with you, <laughs> right? <laughs> right before you even get into it, yeah. Before you even get into yeah. it, but I think they both got a taste of that, though. I think Molly hits uh, Asian Bay with that more than she might hit Issa with that. I think they both kind of get consumed with their work, right. and they be disconnected socially <clears throat> with the little like the the cordial. You know what I mean? How you been? What's going on? It's more about uh-huh. boom. This is what I need. This is what I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, I, but, I think uh, yeah. I think these cats on here are a little soft though, man. The cat, the dudes, yeah, Asian Bay. I mean, I, I get it. I understand the point they was trying to make. But uh-huh. in real life, dog, you know what I'm saying? It don't they don't have his schedule where he got a whole bunch of shit going on. He got twenty four hours in the day. You could you could postpone or delay and come through later and you know what I mean? I think he just in his opinion, all that shit should be laid out up front. As a actually as a as somebody who's married, you're used to she's gonna say as an Asian man. No, nah, no, nah, as somebody uh-huh. who's married, 
I guess I look at it a little differently because, you know what I'm saying, you always have to delay shit in the marriage because, you know, it's like, because, or compromise or, you know what I mean, rearrange and change shit up because it ain't nowhere to run. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nowhere to to get to school until you're going and sulk. You can't sulk. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, what we got to do? All right, that's what it is. All right, cool, cool, cool. We'll do it like that then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. I guess, you know, I guess when they in a trial run, he felt like she right. ain't paying him enough attention and shit like that. Yeah, shit. I think that's the difference. When you married, y'all already committed, you know, you, you've right. you've taken the plunge. Y'all committed to each other. Y'all got to figure out this partnership. When you still, as you said, in that trial period, right. you still looking for mad reasons to maybe cancel or to, you know what I mean? Like, you got to define your deal points as it goes along and shit like that. Right. I'll say this, though. The one thing that uh, her asking for that favor did for me as a viewer, I didn't know what the Asian cat did. I forgot what his whole function was. When she said, she was like, yo, I know somebody at Live Nation. In that moment, I was like, well, I thought Molly was a lawyer. How do you think Molly worked at Live Nation? And I didn't realize it until later on when she took the call in the bathroom that homie worked at Live Nation. I was like, okay, that's what he does. I didn't know. They they said it early on. They said it early on that he worked at Live Nation. Because when I saw her scroll and saw the Live Nation logo, I was like, oh, Uh yeah, you shit. Asian Bay work at Live Nation. Okay, right. Yeah, I totally forgot that. I'll say this, too, just as a, a side note that I do remember. That fucking Slauson Swap Meat hoodie Issa had on is fire. I didn't that even pay no crazy. attention. It's the uh, it was the green hoodie that says Super Mall. Oh wow! Like you go to right, the, right, right. the outside the Super like outside the Slauson Swap Meat, it just says Super Mall in oh. that green. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, I never sh- been to the Slauson Swap Meat, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit fire. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Yeah. She stayed. She stay on crazy. point with the, the little yeah. Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. Yeah, but uh, yeah, what you think overall? overall what you think? Of I it? thought it was a slow episode. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Especially coming <laughs> off off of the one that was you know full of chalk, full of laughs. I thought it right. was, you know what I'm saying, but I thought it was a necessary episode to kind of right solve a few things and and put a few things in perspective, setting up yeah what's to come. You know what I mean? I, I think you 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 need that. I guess that's the same thing. I guess I can't complain both ways because that's what I was saying about um. Uh, gangsters, Godfather, Godfather yeah. Harlem, that you know, what I'm saying they they didn't take time to set stuff up sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. So I can't have it both ways, but I take this slow slower episode, <clears throat> knowing that you know they're gonna be back with some you know what I mean with with some right. some funny shit. So um right. so you had to have the serious stuff to kind of get to it. Um, I like that they alluded to the fact that the friends think that Issa slipped off with with Lawrence. I, right, I, I yeah, think that's that was gonna set slick. up some funny shit later. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Lawrence. You know, Lawrence still got his panties in a bunch. I guess from Condoleezza. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, they're killing. I think some people call it condolences. They <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they kind of made her very like missing in action in this episode and. Right. Lawrence like he might have been about to say some shit. I don't know if they even together anymore because yeah, I don't yeah. think because she looked like she checked his ass real strong and you know he was real sensitive so I mean, he probably got it tucked his tail and kept it moving on the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. She told him, yeah. Like, "Well, I didn't even invite you, nigga." Yeah, yeah. Fuck this pride up a little. Yeah, bit. she. Yeah, and then um, knowing that she might be sliding with other cats, you know, 
he ready to get serious. I guess he had been in a serious situation for five years. So right. he's looking at it from a serious perspective, and she might be looking at it from I need a break perspective. Yeah. I thought that one scene, like back to the scene with um, him and his man looking at uh, his homie's new baby mm-hmm. in the crib, uh, I think it is an interesting point to make, but I think that he, Lawrence, may have like a idealized version of uh, – marriage and building a family right. as in things come in time things come as planned and all of that right. till his man was like dog i ain't you know i wasn't even looking to do this type of shit we were right. supposed to be going to travel and enjoy each other but the, you know right. and this is what happened i mean i'm i'm happy i got i got my daughter but um you know this was not this was not planned out this was not to the to the letter right you know what I mean, and I think that might have landed on him in a in, on that moment where it's like, oh, okay, you right. know, maybe I got to roll with the punches a little bit more in life. Right, and then you know they they spoke to that in an earlier episode when he was met up with his pops, mm. and he was saying, "But I want something like you and mom." You know what I'm saying? He's like, you know, everybody I meet is this, this or divorce. You know what I'm saying? Then Condola is divorce. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it's already like, damn, a strike in his eyes. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, I and, and then his pops, his pops was even like, you know, this shit wasn't no easy thing. This didn't just happen. This took work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. both of us came with baggage. You know what I mean? Like, it took mm. work. So, I mean, I guess he ready to exchange unfamiliar baggage to familiar baggage and, you know what I mean, run it back with Issa. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? See, we'll see. I'm curious to see how that plays out. I don't think that's gonna go too far. Yeah, I, I think that would be a step back. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that should be the play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think they should go through a lot more before they, you know, end up together. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, speaking of shows, so hold on. Two, I seen two new shows. One. I want to shout the cat out if I can. This one cat hit me on the on the gram. I wanted to give him a shout out if I could find him. This cat, uh, ew, damn dog, I might not be able to find this guy. Shout out to you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll figure it out at some point. This one of our. One of the cats that listens to the pod hit me and was like, yo, you should check out Devs on Hulu. It's through FX. It's a, you know, it's a show, new show. Basically, I guess it's about like, uh, you know, developers and like, I don't know if they're in Silicon Valley, but it's definitely about like, you know, like tech and uh, maybe even like biological warfare, that type of shit. You know, maybe not warfare, but just like, Manipulating species and things of that nature. So I watched mm-hmm. one episode. It was interesting. I, I'm gonna have to double back. They are hour long, so I'm a uh, we'll pay some out. I'm gonna check it out again. It was it wasn't bad. I gotta uh, I gotta I gotta see more before I, I, I truly have a verdict on it. Mm-hmm. But the other show I saw was this show called Betty on HBO. I don't know if you've seen that. It's about the uh, the female skateboarders. No, it's shot in New York. It's not bad. It's so far. I only seen the I seen the the uh the pilot. You know what I mean? So uh again, it's just the first episode. It's interesting. I love to see New York. Like I said earlier at the top of the show, I miss New York. I miss outside. 
I love seeing New York on screen. You know, as a New Yorker, sometimes you you could kind of you know you could pick it apart a little bit or be like, ah, I don't know about that or that's gonna or that's bullshit or that's more some you know some hipster shit or whatever, whatever. But it's um, it's about like you know it's really a lot about like the skateboarder community mm. and um and you know women in the skateboarding community like these girls like trying to kind of define their own little lane and it's pretty cool one is like i said it's great to see new york on screen but you know it's one of them things like i was thinking about this as i was watching it skateboarding and basketball particular are two scenes that were always in the periphery for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I ain't never really been good at basketball. I knew that shit early. <laughs> so I didn't really I didn't really interact much more than just being in the stands every so often. Right. You know what I mean? I might I might if the ball, you know, you be coming through the, you know, you come past a basketball court, a loose ball might come towards you. You might just take the shot and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I was never the motherfucker to engage. Like I got next. I ain't really never been the I got next motherfucker since well way like a teenager <laughs> so that's some shit i kind of seen but didn't see and similar to that is skateboarding i remember back when i was young my man monty who was probably the first cat i ever met that was like a black skateboarder i remember when he moved to fort green he became like he came back around the way he came he was like a skater mm-hmm. and he was nice and um and I was, I was like, y'all kind of, I think I want a skateboard. And I got like a bullshit skateboard. Like, you know, couldn't, we ain't know where to get the real shit. So like, yeah, I think most people, your real first skateboard kind of almost always is some bullshit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I had like a Ninja Turtle, like <laughs> kind of wide, like a Ninja Turtle skateboard. And um, I wasn't really good. I could duck walk, which is, I don't even think that's even respected. <laughs> that's like the first thing you do on a board. I could never like. I was not that cat, you know what I mean? So I kind of, again, could see that, like, all right, that ain't for me. But I see them. I see these people out there. I see them, you know, they're seen thriving, and I see the shit all over. But I don't know a lot about the the uh, the, the specifics of it, like, mm-hmm. the you know, the inner workings of the culture. So just watching this, you, I'm already kind of learning a little bit. Like, I didn't realize, I don't want to fuck it up. I don't think it's going to fuck up too much of the plot, but... There's certain places where you skate, like they're behind closed doors. So to even get down, you need a key to get into the spot. Mm-hmm. And you it's almost like comedy. You kind of need to be passed. Like other skateboarders need to vouch for you. Be like, nah, they official. They could come through. And then you could go and skate with the better skaters. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that type of shit. I didn't, you know, I didn't realize that's one of those things that goes on. So it was kind of cool, man. It was a, it's an interesting it's an interesting show. You know, I'm looking at um, you know, looking at some of the character development, looking at how it's shot. You know, it's uh, it's cool. It's worth watching. Yeah, mm-hmm. Betty on HBO. I right, check, check that. I check that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but we didn't talk about the last dance though. Oh, that's what got us in. That's our TV. That was our intro to TV. Let's talk that shit. I think this might have been one of my favorite uh uh installments of this shit so far. Why? Well, a couple reasons. One. The cold open was fire. The cold open was basically uh, the Kobe All-Star Game situation. Right, 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 and right. just to see, just to see what was it, Jordan, Tim Hardaway, I forget who else 
just in the locker room mm-hmm. talking about Kobe. Yo, the kid from L.A. Right. You know what I mean? That, he <laughs> he going to make this a one-on-one. He bringing the, he bringing the game to us. Right. He ain't going to wait for you to bring the game to him. Like, all of that like, shit. He's like, yeah, he, he want to get on that offensive side. I'm going to make him work on the defense side. Right, <laughs> right, right. I remember Jordan saying, shit, you can't take four shots in a row. You better get that shit off a rebound. <laughs> but what I, what I fucked with about that in particular, the two things. One... That little scene where they, you see the cats in the locker room and they giving it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like Jordan was pro Kobe from the door. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't a hater. You know what I mean? He kind of, he might not have agreed with how how hard he was going or how the team was managing what he was doing. But he was like, all right, this kid is out here young gunning. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, I see him. And I I acknowledge him. I'm not threatened, you know what I'm saying? Or visibly I'm not gonna talk down on the kid. I'm 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 into it. Right. And then the fact that when Kobe gave his account, Kobe was like, you know, I you know, I asked I asked Jordan, because you know, that's the beauty of it all. Like, you know, as much as cause I remember as a when I was young, I really hated on Kobe in the way mostly because I felt like he was trying so hard to be Jordan mm-hmm. that he wasn't himself. Like he was trying to do shit that we had seen. And I, it's understandable right. that, you know, if you want to be one of the best, you're going you're gonna ape the best. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, even with comedy, there's so many people that you influenced by that you kind of got to get them out of your system. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like early on, I remember being like, ah, oh, this motherfucker trying to be like Jordan and kind of discounting you know, his pursuit of greatness and the fact that he was pulling off a lot of great shit. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? I think we, we and, do um, that all the time. I think that's what we do with LeBron. We don't, we so busy comparing him to Jordan that we don't really recognize what he's doing in real time. Right. Well, I think with LeBron, it was a little different, maybe because it was, um, it was so much time in between. And, you know, Jordan wasn't in the league at the same right. time I mean, as yeah, LeBron. Yeah, I'm saying not in the way that where Jordan can compare because Jordan didn't play with LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he played right. against Kobe and in the All-Star games. You know what I'm saying? So, he played them. They actually had the chance to compete so he could respect it in a different way. You know what I'm saying? When you mm-hmm. ain't in the league no more and it's just a young gunner talking shit, then, yeah. you know what I'm saying, it ain't the same thing. I'm just saying in how – we just take for granted what's going on. It's like even oh, yeah. even with Allen Iverson, mm-hmm. even though I knew he was raw, you still took it for granted because he came so close to Jordan. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you right. know, he, he good, but he ain't no Jordan. You know what I'm saying? He ain't saying? no Jordan. So yeah. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't yeah. appreciate what he did until later. It's like, damn, that motherfucker was nice, man. I wish Hindsight I, I wish I could appreciate him a little more while he was in it. In his time, yeah. I get, I get that get. But I like the fact when Kobe was like, yo, you know, he's a student. So when he he asked Jordan about a certain shot and he said, yeah, Jordan gave me a very in-depth answer about the shot and was like, yo, if you, you know, if you got any more questions, holler at me. Right. You know what I mean? I'm here to I'm here to teach. I'm here to pay it forward. I thought that shit was cool. I thought that was dope. Mm-hmm. So that was that was just a cold open. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? Because the cold, I was like, God, like when I saw it, when they finally put the, the title card, I was like, oh shit, that was the that was a mean ass cold. That's how y'all gonna kick it off? Yeah, but they had and, to because in within the story, it didn't fit nowhere. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. So see, you talking? No, um, nah, nah, no, I'm just nah, saying. I, I can, I can I see can, why they I did can. it like that because it yeah. trying to squeeze it into the rest of the story wasn't gonna work. So okay, so he's like, okay, let's use this like this because we gotta use it, like you know, what right, I mean? right. We gotta. That yeah. ain't something you could cut. 
Especially now. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's not, it would have never been something you could cut. Kobe is fucking five champions. Right. I mean, five, five rings. But um, also, I think with this, just overall, with this thing, and it goes back to the point you made when we were kind of predicting it, when we was talking about, yo, Jordan saying, yo, I might look like an asshole. And you were like, I don't know. I don't think it, it might work well for him. Right. I think so far, like this Putting the shit when you find in the full context of shit, mm-hmm. I'm a little less like inclined to just to uh, hold him in contempt, right. particularly with the whole Republicans buy shoes too. Right. You know, like I remember when that shit started swirling around, it was, it, I kind of had it in my mind that he said that formally, like in a press conference or something to that, to that degree. Right. And I didn't know the full story. One, like he said, and I like the fact that, you know, obviously he's had years and years and years to kind of ruminate <laughs> to, on to all re- of this shit. Rehearse it. <laughs> rehearse his take. But uh, I like the fact that he's not really backing away from a lot of shit. And he was like, you know, I, I stand by what I, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to walk back what I said because I said that shit is on the bus. Right. Talking to some other motherfucker, like my other, you know, my squad, my people on the bus talking shit. It was some shit talking that was taken out of context. You know what I mean? Amongst players. And then when you find out, he didn't know the guy. Obviously, Jesse Helms is a horrible motherfucker, but he didn't really know the guy who, you know, like to endorse somebody that you don't know. And the fact that he gave the cat some money. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, I'm not even that bad at it. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not, I see, you know, I could, I could see people being disappointed, but I'm not going to rake them over the coals like I felt like maybe was justified back in the day right, you know right, what i mean right. and um and then you know that that was dope and then just to see how competitive he was you yeah, know no doubt. like he's, i ain't got a gambling problem i, I might have a competition problem <laughs> which which sound like some gambling it's all good you ain't go broke all right bet. right 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 right, right, right. Like being a, that's like a crackhead like a crack right. smoker and a crackhead mm-hmm. like if you I got enough money if you got enough money to let your you know what i mean to supply mm-hmm. your crack addiction, you never gotta go on the streets and suck dick yeah. for crack. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> that right. don't mean you're right. not right. A, addicted to crack. Yeah, just because you ain't hit rock bottom. Right, because you ain't yeah. out here on the streets, you know what I'm saying, stealing lawnmowers mm-hmm. and shit. But yeah. but uh I enjoyed uh I, I just enjoy seeing like, you know, for years you never got to see behind the facade of Jordan. You know what I'm saying? All you got was the marketing, you know what I'm saying, and his play. On the court, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. The, the closest thing you got to it was probably, you know, sending interviews after the game. And you know, the older he got, the more honorary he got on the podium. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. so to see like a lot of the behind the scenes shit is cool. You know what I mean? Especially when you were there during that time and kind of living your life. And like, oh, that's what was going on. But I like I like the the scene where he was. Fucking pitching quarters, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, gonna, he gonna gamble on anything. He like you know what I'm saying? Let's pitch these quarters. Who down? Or right, you know, with the security guard, and the security guard lit his ass up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and talk you know shit. what? I, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. I thought what I thought I was like, yo, everybody living off of this fucking documentary because 
immediately I thought, yo, that security guard's probably been telling this story for years and years. So, but yo, man, me and Jordan used to pitch coins backstage. You know what I mean? Back in behind the, in the back of the in the Coliseum, I used to beat his ass too. And everybody be like, yeah, all right, Murphy, yeah. whatever. And now they got footage. Yeah, but she. apparently he's no longer with us. So, R.I.P. Oh, he died. John Michael oh, Wozniak. His son is What's his, his name? John Michael Wozniak. His, okay. He was a security. He was actually a police officer that that you know had a little side job doing security at the United Center. Yeah, right. And um, he got cool with Jordan after he uh wrecked his his truck. Oh wow! So yeah, I guess he had backed the truck up too far and didn't account uh-huh. for the uh the wheel on the back. Uh-huh. And then broke the window out and uh he offered to give Jordan his paycheck and Jordan's like ah don't worry about it they'll give me another one tomorrow and um mm. so that's how he got cool with him. But then he said they would, you know, saying the story goes, he would always be gambling with them, playing pool, all kind of shit. And so, uh, you know, I, I thought that was a good look, and and just how cool that dude was with the with the mullet, mm-hmm. the mullet perm talking shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah. knew how to talk yeah. that shit. Yeah, like, don't don't yeah. don't let the security guard suit fool you, player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I I, I fuck with that man. I, um. I just I like I just like watching the story of it because you were there and it's like one of the stories you lived in it you know what I'm saying and, mm-hmm. and then you know like in one of the little breaks how they was they had Nas and he was saying you know it was you know saying it was just the shoes you know what I'm saying was was bigger than bigger than shoes it was about you know what he meant to the culture and all that type shit and I can attest to that I might even said it on the podcast you said it last week you know or the week before yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've said it just in life it's a it's a life theory you know what I'm saying <laughs> by, the, yeah. by the time you got Jordans they, they they didn't mean sneakers no more it was like you know what I'm saying right. it's like how some people they buy Louis and shit you know what I mean or Gucci and, and it kind of ascends you from you know this ain't just some regular shit you know what I mean Mm-hmm. That was our first taste of that. You know what I'm saying? Even more so right. than Bally's and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Once you got right. Jordan, it's like everybody understood that shit. It's like, oh. You know what I'm saying? He had risen above basketball player to a fucking energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like Jordan energy as opposed to, you know what I'm saying, Jordan the player. And I think right. beyond any other player in that I've watched or witnessed he's done that nobody else has done that in my in my world right and uh, you know and that kind of made me i was thinking that actually like yeah i don't think nobody's ever been such a phenomenon especially sports wise ever been i mean you know we also saw michael jackson and shit like that like there's certain people that were phenomenons on like a huge level but it made me kind of wonder is there anybody right now, I mean, I guess you could, not to argue, but there's certain people like, I know Beyonce is a huge thing. I know Jay mm. is a huge thing. I know, you know, I know there are people that are huge, but I'm curious, and obviously watching this, like I said, watching this documentary, you know, when you watch a documentary, things are presented and cut to, to you know, put it into no the ultimate context and such a celebrate, but I'm wondering is there a phenomenon going on right now with somebody impacting culture in the world that maybe I don't, I'm not aware of, you know what I'm saying? Like who am I missing? Maybe not, maybe it's not affecting my generation as much as Jordan, you know, like who's the Jordan for this new generation? Like who, 
you know, I definitely think you about. were close with Beyonce, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They are definitely at that kind of level, uh, right. affecting the culture, the way people move, dress. You know what I'm saying? Right. Styles. I mean, I, I, there's a frenzy yeah. when they're around. When they, you know they, what I mean? You know what I'm saying? When they drop products, they fly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But more so, yeah. it's kind of like when people just embody your whole energy. You know what I'm saying? It's harder for us to look at it and say, you know, I'm going to embody Beyonce's energy. You know what I mean? Right. But when Jordan came, it was easy to kind of like feel like, ah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to take all of that energy and, and apply it to my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't yeah. even on, I want to be like Mike. It was just like, I want to feel like that. I want I want that part of my energy. I want people to yeah. respond because of, you know what I'm saying? When I step in, I want people to respond in a certain way. You know? He was greatness. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he was like the epitome of greatness when he was doing his shit. And, it, and he really, honestly, I mean, outside of the wizard shit, and I wonder if they're going to talk about that, but... um. Outside of the wizard shit, it was it was it was always he always delivered. You know what I mean? Like it was shit. It was nothing short of the best. No doubt. You know. So it's curious. I'm just curious if there's anybody out there that's like that. Maybe I'm missing. You know. Yeah. That because to your point earlier, I would like to uh, recognize greatness in the moment and you know enjoy it i think i've been doing that a little bit more with braun though you know what i mean mm-hmm. i think i you know i kind of been in tune with lebron you know what i'm saying like with with his his you know his rise and him getting them championships and how he moves and shit like that and it's not to me it's not like what jordan was it's different it's, you know, it's a totally it's different. different thing i think but, uh, i think but his, i like how he moves i think his, his thing, thing like while jordan was you know what i'm saying say the the alpha of, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. the, the man of men, you know what I'm saying? I think what Bron is doing more so than Jordan ever did outside of his team was he bring together groups of men, you know what I'm saying? Like right. his group, you know what I'm saying, his teams, what he's doing to show other players how to move in the league, you know what I'm saying, yeah. while he's even still in the league, you know what I mean? He's not even waiting until mm-hmm. he finished to say, you know what, this how you do it, young blood. They doing yeah. that shit right now. By example, yeah. they they are making co- coalitions. Like, listen, you know what I'm saying? Like when they when they were talking about um, Melo and and Melo had to come on and the Stephen A and plead his case why he should be in the league. And Stephen A was like, "Yo, when you supposed to be a part of that going to Miami thing?" And it was like, mm-hmm. "Damn!" Instead of Chris Bosh, it was supposed to be Melo, mm-hmm. but Melo. He signed a long deal when they said don't sign the long deal, sign the one year mm. deal so you'll be free next year. But right. but he signed the long deal because he wanted to get the money now. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want that shit that was yeah. on the table. And that's like, damn, these motherfuckers is conspiring in the back to make other people better, not just themselves. And but in the mm-hmm. wash, and right now you're looking at it like, oh, LeBron just wanted rent rings, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But what they're doing is setting it up so all the players could get more and and leverage their position. And you see it now how players are, are taking shorter deals and then mm-hmm. getting the max on something else, but still it's a shorter deal. So they be yeah. free while they're in their prime, not after they give you six fucking championships and then they be like, well, we're not, we not bending for your needs. We got everything we need out of you. Right. right. You want to work in the front office, go play for Washington. Yeah, 
He's definitely the most empowered basketball player we've probably seen ever. Ever. You know, and uh, probably yeah, sports I think, figure. I think people, some people recognize it, but I think when it's all said and done, there's probably even shit that people that are paying attention to didn't even notice. You know what I mean? Right. I will say this too. I'll say this too, too. Like, um, that I saw, you know, because the, the 80s and 90s players, they always talk about, you know, how, you know, it was. It was competition. People wasn't cool. Nobody was really friendly. Everybody was just, you know, they go at each other's neck. They right. wasn't helping each other up off the floor and all of that type of shit. You know, they're not friendly like this new generation. Right. But I saw when the motherfuckers went and did the, the Olympics, <laughs> like when when Jordan, like when Jordan, you know, allegedly or whatever, kind of got Isaiah up out of there. Right. <laughs> they were going to have a good fucking time. Like he was like, you know, we had fun. We right. enjoyed ourselves. Like, and it felt like they don't really, and it was, they didn't, that was their being on the banana boat together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't really get to do all of that type of shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Especially back in them days. But like you could tell that they appreciated the fuck out of the opportunity to kind of just become friendly with each other. Right. But see, back in those days, they didn't all play on the AAU circuit and play together from eighth grade, seventh grade. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like LeBron and all them cats, they've been playing in these camps since fucking seventh grade together. You know what I'm saying? They see each other in the summers and play against each other in the summers. and Right. Like they grew up together. Yeah, it's like like when my son played AAU ball, it's like you know cats from all over from ball. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not just your city, mm-hmm. but you travel and play the team from here and play the team from there, and y'all remember each other. And it's like, oh yeah, that's the cat from Brooklyn. You right. know, and and yeah, and then you could also, given this new generation, you could keep in touch a lot easier. Yeah, you got the you Instagram know? and you know what I mean, right. internet, the search they stats and all that shit. Mm-hmm. You have all that. Yeah. You had to go find a newspaper. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, I had this conversation. Just imagine, just for a side thing, just imagine going through this pandemic like in 96 or something like that, or (laughs) even maybe 93 with no internet situation, uh, you know, no streaming apps. Like, just really your news is coming from the paper. The late edition is probably the last word. You got to wait till the next day. Like, just imagine how much different that shit would have been. It would have been you know? different entertainment-wise. It definitely yeah. would have been different with how yeah. much information you kind of could gather on your own. Right, right. I think people still would be restless and still saying fuck it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super restless. Super restless. But I mean, like, it would have been, you know, it would have, you know, like, I see it in the moment. Like, I'm not one of these people, like, again, I, I know it's at the top of the show. We're saying we're restless. And I'm restless, but I'm still... I'm still adhering to what's going on. I feel like there's there's a there's a purpose to it all. You know what I mean? So I'm not really like that pressed to jump out the, you know, jump outside and, oh, and hang out like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got enough shit in the house to keep me good. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot. I there's more TV that I can watch in this house. You know what I'm saying? Like I we need a few more quarantines to really get through this list. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't it's it's not the worst. There's a lot of amenities with this shelter in place. You know, fortunately huh. for me, I could say deliveries um, and shit. Like we ain't have yeah, none of that. You know what I'm saying? Zoom. You know what I'm saying? Like all of that shit. That that come on. That is, uh, you know, 
Could have been way worse. You had a good email and a good rough ass internet with a few pages. You had a Yahoo. Yeah, <laughs> few. I don't know. Not ninety three. Ninety. Oh, I thought you said ninety six. I said ninety. Then I went back to ninety three just to to make it all the way. Like let's let's kill that whole internet situation off. Yeah. Ninety three. Ninety three. You had it was some version of the modem dial up type of. Scenario yeah, that was the select few in the nineties. I had to go to the library to get on the internet. Yeah, so my yeah. my pops he had you know, like the education the educators they had some type of little setup right that you right. log into and had some version of slow ass internet. Yeah, I don't remember what you could do on it, but it was something. Yeah. To that point, man, I do want to say, uh, you know, salute to all of the. To the graduates that have to, you know, to have to graduate in this, um, you know, in this pandemic, man, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of fucked up, you know, to, you know, you kind of, you know, you miss out on a lot of the, the, uh, whatever, what do you call it? The pomp and circumstance of graduation, you know, the, the celebration of it all, the people coming out. I mean, they you know they're doing all these, the Zoom things and things like that and all of the, you know, these celebrities and shit like that, but you know, to go through all them years and this is your graduation and you can't really graduate in front of a crowd of people, you know, right. it's, it's got, and even, and even like people that were like training for the Olympics and shit like that, that was supposed to go to the Olympics and things of that nature, man, you know, I, I feel bad for them, but you know, yeah, I mean, you know, you know my, my sister, is. my little sister was supposed to graduate from UM, from university mm-hmm. of Miami. That's canceled. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's tough on them, you know, to do the work yeah. and then you just got to go in the world, but it's a, a real quick kicking ass to reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess so. Yeah. It's a real so. kicking ass, boy, cause there ain't no <laughs> celebrating no more and shit. Like yeah. celebrations <laughs> you do from here on out is the ones you make up. It's personal. Cause, <laughs> cause <laughs> you gotta figure out your own shit. Nobody cheering. Ali Muhammad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. paid your mortgage this month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell no. Oh, shit. You gotta get a soundboard. <laughs> ain't no jersey. Ain't none of that shit. Nigga, you nah. was just out here. <laughs> <laughs> you paid your mortgage. Oh, shit, man. Yeah. None of that. Anyway. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we get up out of here? Oh, man, I'm good, man. Uh-huh. I'm good. All right, all right. Um, I do want to recognize the fact that this is our 300th episode. You know, and uh, we we definitely have some things planned, and there'll be some things that will uh will go on a little later. You know, we wanted to kind of present something to to celebrate. 300 episodes in the book. 300. That, that y'all been, you know, rocking with us for five years and, and things like that. You know, uh, obviously tragedy struck, so it kind of threw a lot of things off course. But, um, you know, we we want to we wanna thank you if you've been fucking with us from the first or from the 251st or whatever. If you've been listening and lending your ear, we appreciate you. We definitely, uh, we you know, we have a few things in store. Shout out some of our our big fans. You know, the people that have been fucking with us. We'll, we'll you know. But I will ask this: after three hundred, you know, if you want to jump in them SoundCloud comments or even in them iTunes comments, let us know what some of your favorite moments were 
from the conversation over these 300 episodes you know um you know it's been it's been great to uh to present it to y'all and and great to rely on whoever's listening to listen you know it's glad that we ain't just shouting in the void Word up. Ali, you wanna you wanna say no, no, definitely, definitely send those thoughts. We could put those together in the show that we mm-hmm. will do to celebrate. Right. So we now that we you know postponed it a bit, maybe we can include you mm-hmm. know the 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 people. You know what I'm saying? Include them into it as far yeah. as you know our presentation because we still gonna mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, yeah, three oh one would be the celebration. I guess I don't know. There Maybe three. Something. We're gonna we're gonna celebrate. Yeah, definitely. Shit, this is still a celebration. No doubt. You know, every day you wake up, it's a celebration. You know. Right but uh, anything you want to say before we get up out of here? That's it, man. Catch me at Mister Muhammad on the gram, mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, praying for everybody that's out there on the front lines, essential workers, nurses, doctors. Uh, motherfucking grocery store people, everybody, del- delivery people, the restaurant people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's keeping keeping everybody. You know what I mean? While we talking that shit, the post office people. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's keeping the, the 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 train on the tracks while we sitting down right now. Um, so yep. a lot to shout out to y'all, sending out prayers and all that stuff, and um, shout out to everybody you know who's you know dealing with this on their own in the house, and you know. And that's listening to get away, you know what I'm saying, from just, you know, being. Uh, we appreciate you. There it is, there it is. Ah, uh, shit, yeah, I'll be I'll be D-Lemon Comedy all over the internet. I might pop up here and there. Um, you know, uh, shit, rest in peace to my man Tone. And um, until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. Jesus.